0: welcome to this impossible life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Hi, friends. This week, I want to address something that I hear a lot. People will tell me, I'm just so lazy, or I don't have motivation. How are you so motivated? And uh, this week, I was listening to an interview with BJ Fogg, and he really hit the nail on the head. If if you want to know more about this and dig deeper into it, I definitely suggest looking up his stuff. He has some great advice. So what he said was, you're not lazy. You're not lacking motivation. This is a design challenge and i loved how he described that so what he was talking about is designing your life with habits so kind of have to start with well what is a habit so a habit is an action you do without thinking for example brushing your teeth you aren't gonna go get to evening and you're about to go to bed and then be like hmm do i want to brush my teeth or am i not going to today no we just I'm going to go get ready for bed. We go into the bathroom, start brushing our teeth. It's just something we do. We don't even we don't debate it. We don't think about it. It's a, it's a habit. And so what he says is all habits need to start tiny. Then we need to find where they fit naturally. And then we need to nourish them. So I want to share some tips from him and some others of my own that will help with designing your life so that you don't feel like you're lazy or unmotivated and you can accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. So the first thing you wanna do is think about a behavior that you wanna address, whether it's something, usually we'll say, let's say a habit you wanna start rather than a habit you wanna stop. So think about what that behavior is and then you wanna think of another habit that happens about the same time as you wanna do this new behavior so that you can tie them together. Um, Some people call it habit stacking. Um, You wanna have it be your cue. So let's say you wanna go to bed earlier. Um, One thing that I have is where I live, there is cheaper electricity starting at 9 p.m. And I have a electric car, so I don't wanna plug my car in until it's cheaper electricity. So I have an alarm on my phone that goes off at 9 p.m. That is when I go outside, plug my car in, and then usually start the dishwasher. And then I have started making myself go and get ready for bed because I find that if I go back to what I was doing when that alarm goes off, I end up staying up way later than I wanted to. So the alarm for plugging in the car is my signal, my cue to go start getting ready for bed. So you want to think of a statement like this. When I plug in my car... I will get ready for bed and head to bed. Connecting them. Um, let's say we'll take the opposite. Let's say you want to get up earlier. No, I need to go over one thing. <laughs> you don't want to follow this if you're going to bed at like 2, 3 in the morning and then trying to get up at 5 or 6. Like, Please make sure that you are getting enough sleep. So let's say that you are getting enough sleep, but you're still having trouble getting up in the morning. Maybe you're a snoozer. So establishing that you have gone to bed at the right time in order to get seven, eight hours of sleep, then what you can do is connect um, a behavior that will get you moving in the direction you want to go. So for getting up in the morning, it would be standing up. So you could say when the alarm goes off. I will stand up and stretch for 15 seconds, and then we'll see. So you're not overwhelming your brain. You could get back in bed technically and go through your snooze, but likelihood of you doing that is probably pretty low if you have stood up and stretched. That's gotten you out of bed. It's breaking that habit of just laying in bed and snoozing your life away. (laughs) So try it. If you still are like, "Oh my goodness, I'm still so tired, you want to go back to bed?" Then do that. But every morning, when my alarm goes off, I will stand up and stretch for 15 seconds. And then we'll see. All right, let's take another example. Let's say that you want to eat well. Eat better. When you get hungry for a snack, so like between meal times, what you can say is, "When I'm hungry for a snack, I will drink a full glass of water. If I'm still hungry, I'll eat some veggies and then we'll see so that sets you up for making sure that you're getting those things in that you want the water and the veggies and then if you're still hungry then you find something else to snack on but this way at least you've started with water and veggies before moving on to something else that maybe is not as healthy when I'm hungry for a snack I will drink a full glass of water you can also do this with your meals For me, it's when I get to lunchtime. If I haven't finished my water bottle, then I will finish that before I eat. That way I know I've gotten at least 40 ounces in in the morning. Hi, friends. I just wanted to take a break from the episode to let you know that if you need help with building good self-care habits, I invite you to talk to me about my next challenge group. I will set you up with home workouts and incredible nutrition programs and a community to support you. And if you need help with shifting your mindset, you can reach out to find out about my mindset coaching services. You don't have to do this alone. In fact, I know in my case, I found that it's best if you don't. Getting outside help can open your mind to things that you don't see on your own. All right, back to the episode. So going back to our definition of a habit, it's something that you do without thinking. That will hopefully be what happens once you practice this intentionally over and over. Also, remember the alt habits, we want to start tiny and find where they naturally fit. So if what you tried didn't work, you could always try to redesign, find a better spot for us. And then we have to nourish it. So whether that means um, adding on a little bit more each time I know um, you can also use the strategy with working out. You can say, when I get home from work, I will put on my workout clothes. Well, that way you have your workout clothes on. And so you're probably a little bit more motivated to actually work out. Or um, if you already are ready to work out and you're having trouble like with the pushing play part, you could say, "When I when I push play, I will work out for one minute and then we'll see. That way you're not maybe too overwhelmed. You're like... Um, If you really aren't wanting to work out, you're like, well, it's just one minute. I can do one minute, right? Well, probably after you did a minute of your workout, you're going to want to keep going. Well, that's the hope. You'll have to see. Part of this is not jumping too much in, keeping it small so that the resistance that we have isn't overtaking us. We can convince ourselves to do 15 seconds of stretching. We can convince ourselves to do one minute of a workout. So that's where you're starting small and then you'll nourish it. Also, we want to think about how um, the habit that we want to form, really the ultimate goal is identity. And that's what James Clear brings up in his book, Atomic Habits. You want to have the identity of a person who eats well, the identity of a person who gets up in the morning, the identity of a person who goes to sleep on time or whatever it is that you were working on. That is the ultimate goal. And part of that is also making sure you're surrounded by other people who want that same identity. Because I was listening to another podcast this morning and they were talking about the power of learning through osmosis. Like if the people around us have similar intentions to us or maybe they're even a level up from us, we're going to take that in. We're going to learn from that just even not without even directly talking about it, we'll take that in. So it's important that we surround ourselves with people who want to do similar things to us as far as goals and leveling up. But when then is really only half the battle. The other thing that we need to do is realize that it's emotions more so than repetition that create habits. If we're not feeling really good about it, then the likelihood of us wanting to keep doing that thing is pretty low. So sometimes we need to add some hacks in to get that dopamine releasing so that we want the repetition of this habit. And that comes with celebration and, and intention around being happy around this thing. So for example, if you're working on eating better, then when you have food, that is good for you when you eat that big salad that's full of all kinds of vegetables, you want to talk to yourself about it afterwards. Wow, I feel so great when I eat this giant salad full of vegetables. It's amazing how good I feel when I'm eating clean. Making that aware, like talking to yourself about that. I know it sounds kind of silly, but it really does make a difference. Making yourself Feel really good about those good choices that you make. And celebrating, celebrating every little thing. So if you, I don't know, in the afternoon normally have chips and one day you decide to have veggies and hummus instead, you have to celebrate that. Celebrate it, celebrate, celebrate. If you got a workout in, even if you pressed pause, even if you modified and by the end you're like, oh my God, I barely made it through it, you have to celebrate the fact that you did it. You pressed play and you made it through to the end. It makes a difference. This is self-reinforcement. It's a signal to your brain to release that dopamine so that you can use the dopamine to your advantage. I mean, and plus, who doesn't want to feel great? So really think about, it's almost like, I remember Brené Brown was talking about when you have like a spouse who has a behavior that maybe annoys you or frustrates you. What she talked about was when the, when your spouse does even the tiniest thing towards like what you would prefer them to do, you need to over like compliment them or thank them or, or just like really be super positive about it. And over time, that's what's going to lead to more of that behavior that's what that makes me think of we have to do that for ourselves too we have to brainwash ourselves (laughs) into doing those habits until they become habits until they become something we automatically do until it becomes our identity that we are connected with because when it's your identity when you don't do the thing that's when you feel strange but just know that while you're building it it's going against your subconscious, like you're, you might have an identity that you've created that's opposite of that. And so as you do these, you're probably going to be tempted to self-sabotage even at a subconscious level because it's not it doesn't connect with the identity that you have of yourself and so we have to address that and that is where you might want to look back in one of my previous episodes it's about what limiting beliefs are and how you can clear yourself of them because we have to bring light onto those things so they're not hiding and causing us to self-sabotage Hi friend, I wanted to take a break from the episode to tell you about a new course I launched called the Mindset Makeover. Are you struggling with your mindset? Are you finding yourself self-sabotaging? Do you struggle with manifesting the life that you want for yourself? I built this course for people who recognize that they are getting in their own way. I talk about limiting beliefs and how to replace them, as well as simple daily practices that you can do to better your mindset. We also dive into self-compassion, mindfulness, meditation, manifestation, and habit hacks. And it's built with busy people in mind. Each section is made of short videos and worksheets that you can do at your own pace. You can learn more about it by clicking on the link in my Instagram bio. All right, back to the episode. All right, friends, that's what I have for you this week. I can't wait to hear from you about what behavior you address and try the when, then, and connecting with positive emotions. Um, strategies, you can connect with me on Instagram at lisbeth underscore coning. I would love to hear about what you thought and what was helpful and what happened. Also, if you haven't listened to my previous episodes, go back, give them a listen. I'd love to hear what you think. And if there's something else that you would love to hear more about, I love talking about all things mindset and really um, manifesting the life that you want for yourself because we can do so much more when we bring awareness and we're grounded and we hack our habits. Have a beautiful week.